0: You are listening to the Voice of the Arts, FM. I'm Jim Cunningham. Carlo Booz is here, and Clara Van Kampen. Edasby, we talked last summer, and believing uh, believe in this great anticipation of your arrival and the creation of this piece. It hasn't been heard since, when? 1730. 1730, wow.
1: It had an outing in Venice, in in the festival there, and uh, we don't really know why it, it didn't happen again. Um, I think Probably some of the arias were taken by other people. We've certainly heard them in operas by Vivaldi and others. Um, I don't know whether it was appropriate or inappropriate that they stole them, but they did.
0: Okay, you two, please tell me the story. How did this happen, where did it begin? Uh, We talked a little bit last last summer, so it'll be a, a redo for you, but give me the Adaspi story.
2: Well, I can. It, it, the story is so big and has so many aspects to it, but I can give you my favorite bits. My favorite bits are that Chatham Baroque and Quantum Theater collaborated in 2015. We made a pastiche or a pasticchio, if you want to use the Italian. And it was um, such a joy that we thought we'd do another project. And in the course of choosing music for our winter's tale, we fell in love with this aria by, we thought, Vivaldi and Vivica Jeannot singing it. And one thing led to <laughs> another, but this expert sitting next to me here, Claire von Kampen, uh, eventually was dragged into our project, lured by Vivica Jeannot, and then I think quite falling in love with Chatham Baroque and finding them kindred spirits. And for a while, we were doing Vivaldi's Bajazet or Z, however you say it. <laughs> But um, Claire told us that the aria that we loved so much was actually by Riccardo Broski from an unknown work called Idaspe. So it's like there's a detective story buried in our beautiful project where everyone is working from their heart and way, um, just contributing to make this thing happen, starting with this lady.
0: And Claire, how did you know... Farinelli and Broski and all these uh, most interesting characters?
1: Well, here's the extraordinary tale that um, sort of one thing leads to another, really. Um, I wrote a play called Farinelli and the King, which went to Broadway. And um, in the course of that, I did quite a bit of detective work about Farinelli and his family. And his brother was Ricardo Brosky. So when um, Carla asked me to direct because they fell in love with this aria that we're all talking about and i discovered that the aria was actually by ricardo Broschi. i thought well this is a very intriguing connection so i dug a little deeper and found the manuscript online in an archive and chat and baroque being the experts they are transcribed this manuscript onto a score where we could all read it in modern notation. And we all thought, this is amazing music. Where has it been hiding for hundreds of years? So we decided to um, to switch ideas and do a daspie instead and bring this diamond back to life.
0: So the details of when and how to see it.
1: Well, you can go to
2: quantumtheatre.com or trustarts.org. Uh, the, the Cultural Trust is a big supporter in that they have um, provided the Biome Theatre. It's a perfect setting for this. Uh, We should say that that Claire has attracted amazing designers and has a very contemporary interpretation of a really gripping story that has a lot of relevance for today so it doesn't feel like 1730 i dare say it really feels like 2022 at the biome theater trustarts.org or quantumtheater.com or the the Benedum ticket number which i believe is 412-456-6666 we all know that because we call that number to go to anything in the cultural district And it is October 7th through the 15th, five performances only. That's really different for quantum audiences that are used to, you know, a month or more run, five performances over nine days.
0: And the hope is that you'll be able to capture it and maybe make it available some other way with a recording?
1: We would all love that. And the singers have all been asking me about it because they're enjoying it so much. And these are world-class singers. They perform all over the world in leading opera houses, and we're so lucky to have them. Their voices are very, very rare and beautiful, and uh, they're thoroughly enjoying the contemporizing of this old story that's made brand new for us.
0: Wow, it's a dream cast. I mean, Vivica has a connection to Pittsburgh. I don't know if she told you, but her work with Claudia Pinza, the daughter of Ezio Pinza, and Karim Suleiman, Sang Messiah with the Pittsburgh Symphony. He did a recital for, for our Chamber Music Pittsburgh organization. And, well, we love Chatham Baroque. They're absolutely amazing. So you got Vivica and John. I mean, this John guy's Holliday. a superstar, yes?
1: John Holliday as Idaspe, and he is a superstar. And he's one of the most beautiful, kind people I think you'd ever meet on this earth. He's lovely.
0: We heard him singing. Of course, he's a countertenor, so it's a most yeah. exquisite, unusual, delicate Poetic sound. We heard him a moment ago. What was he singing?
1: Well, he was singing Oh Beautiful Hand. It's a a love song he sings to his love in the opera, who's called Berenice, as she's asleep. And um, of course, this would have been written for a castrato. It would have been written for Farinelli, no, not for Farinelli, but for a castrato in Idaspi, the original. But luckily, we don't have any castrati left. Um, We have to adapt what they sang to countertenors. And John's singing range is very large. He can hit very high notes as well as low notes beautifully. So it's not unlike the range that you might have heard in 1730.
0: How did you find your materials? And what was the work like in your creation of the finished product?
1: Well, I thought it was very important to adapt this classical myth that they would have seen done in a very different way in 1730. I thought it was very important to, to present it in a way that was relevant to our world so that when you see, look at what we've created on stage, you'll recognize the people there. And we're coming very much from a film culture these days, so it's very important, I think, to reflect this in Baroque and classical work on stage, so that people can really engage with the story, and it's a great story.
0: The story. Tell me a little bit about it, the executive version of the story, the summary, please.
2: Well, I I, I love that it is about two immigrant children who came from a war-torn place, the Middle East, we assume, to a Mediterranean uh, western, more wealthy and more stable city supposedly. Naples, Claire decided. And the two siblings were separated early in their lives and rise to become leaders of clans who are at war in a sort of underbelly because in these cities that welcome immigrants from, from war, opportunities are not really extended, right? so connection to a criminal element is often what happens, right? These are our stories of today. And the, the two siblings um, really, you know, are in the middle of a, of a dramatic moment of their lives. And I think Claire should tell you the thing that she cares about the most in this story.
0: Other aspects of the whole production that you want people to know about? It's going to look great, sound great, amazing performers. Yes.
1: You know, it's really a story about love. Everybody loves someone who either can't love them back or won't love them back. And it's a a desperate hunt and seeking after love that we all recognize and we all need more of in our lives.
0: Perfect for the times that we're living in, no question about that. Lady Rylance, you know Pittsburgh now, yes? You and Mark were here for Hamlet and a couple of other things.
1: Yes, we came a long time ago in 1991 uh, with Hamlet and then again in 2003 with Twelfth Night and um, he and I are creating a TV series actually about uh, Carnegie and Frick um, for uh, TV. So. We're going to be here a lot. We're going to be very embedded in Pittsburgh over the course of the next few months.
0: Okay, representing the Hollywood Reporter and Variety, more about this show with Carnegie and Frick. When are we actually going to get production rolling?
1: (laughs) Well, we hope soon. Um, But uh, uh, I don't know yet, I have to say. But first we have to write it, don't we? And we have to make it uh, plausible and uh, realistic because we must treat the history with respect. Um, It's a fantastic city with many, many stories and I'm sure this will be the first of many.
0: Oh, I can't wait for that. Anything else that you're working on? You've just had the big success with Boeing, Boeing, yes, and some other things too.
1: Yeah, we've been very lucky to be able to bring many shows to Broadway and I hope Farinelli and the King will be followed up by something else that I shall remain quiet about for now, um, but involves music. And I work a lot with dance, and our choreographer is Antonia Franceschi, who is... um, ex-New York City Ballet she was a star in that organization when she was very young and we're incredibly lucky to have her working with our production of Idaspi and I work with her all the time now and she's fantastic in releasing people's physical life on stage so um, we will probably do more work together you will see if you stay tuned (laughs)
0: <laughs> Wonderful. So great. And while we speak, the Queen is leaving Buckingham Palace for the last time. This is an emotional time for your country.
1: Do you know, it's in a very very emotional time. Um, I was in the, my mother's womb when the, our Queen was crowned, and so she's been there for the whole of my life. But um, I think we all know that King Charles is a great patron of the arts and he loves music. I've actually sat next to him at concerts and he's talked very movingly to me about music. He's very knowledgeable. And so I look forward to sort of involving him in what we do. Indeed, um, I saw him about six weeks ago and he said, uh, we must have a conversation about Farinelli and the King. So there we are.
0: Claire Van Kampen and Carla Boos, all the best to you in producing this fantastic theatrical event and musical. It's it's just a total artwork. Can't wait to see it, hear it, and I hope you'll come and visit us at QED very, very soon. All the best to you.
1: Thank you very much. I'm
2: over the moon to bring these beautiful people to Pittsburgh, and I so hope that everyone will join us.